Welcome to another episode of the Straight From The Net Podcast. I was trying to, hey y'all. Hey y'all. I don't know. I don't even know where y'all came from. We're not it's in me. kind of a southern state in, or anything. In all my videos, I'm like, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, I do say y'all, but it's y'all. like, y'all. Let me tell you what happened to me. <clears throat> anyway, hey. Hey, it's another episode. We're coming to you with a brand new one. Yes, and it's Sunday this time and not Tuesday, and the weather outside is fucking gorgeous, but let me tell you what happened as I pulled into your neighborhood. (laughs) Oh my God, why is there always something that happens in my neighborhood? So there's a sign. There's a who? There's a sign, and it says garage sale um, something here, and it had an arrow going through the word here, and I thought that shit said garage sale herpes. (laughs) Why? I literally stopped and was like, wait, what? And backed up. Just to reread the sign, and it was like here, and I was like, "Oh, that makes more sense." Oh my god! But I was bagging up. I was like, "Does that say herpes? Like, buy herpes here? <sighs> buy herpes here? Herpes for sale? Come get your herpes!" <laughs> like oh I was god. like, "What the fuck? Is, what the fuck is happening in Danielle's neighborhood?" Oh my god! <laughs> well, okay, definitely not. That uh, would be awful. Anywho, so yesterday I I took a semi day off, right? On a Saturday. Well, I went out and got a whole bunch of pictures in the uh-huh. morning. And that was like, and then he got his hair cut. And so then, handsome. He's so handsome. He's a, he's a boy. So then we went down to, we went down. Well, we stopped and saw his mom real quick because you have to on the way down there. And um, oh, we got to stop and talk to her for like an hour, which was really nice. And then we went to the beach and we had this really great steak dinner. And then we people watched. And then there was this, this place called Top It Off. Uh-huh. Like in Rehoboth, and they were having to buy one, get one. I got, like, four tops for $20. Like, nice, like, heavier tops, Really? Too. Yeah, for, like, 20 bucks. I was like, OMG. So, we did that. We people watched. We held in. Oh, we decided to get, like, wedding tattoos. Oh, did you do that? So, no. God, no. He was looking at it. He was trying to go get them, and I was like, no. I'm like, the kind that we want, we can get Justin to do. So, I picked out a few of those, um, and we kind of settled on, um, we wanted to get, like, um, sugar skulls, but with the skeletons that uh-huh. say till death do us part and have like our names in it somehow on our wedding day. But I thought, so we kind of found like a few and here's one that was kind of neat. Oh my God. I picked that up. You saw uh, this before? That's actually on the key that mm-hmm. I got that, um, is on, um, in Jen, Jen and Bacon's wedding favors. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and then there's, like, a couple other ones. Like, this one's kind of neat where it's just, like, that. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, there's just a couple of them. But then this one we really, really like. And I think we're probably going to do this one so we can have it on our wedding pictures. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so we'll do that kind of stuff. So, anyway, so we talked about that. We did what we call a couple bucket list. Uh-huh. So, we decided that we're going to start, like, adding, like, things that we really like to do together. So, so, I thought that was pretty fun. you know, I'm, like, obsessed with the TikTok now. Like, yesterday, yeah. I went down the wormhole, and I sat down at my on my couch at 11.15, something like that. And before you knew it, it was, like, 4 o'clock? Girl, <laughs> I watched four hours of this woman named Chastity on TikTok. She makes cups. Like, yeah. she makes the, um, the trivises and things like that. The trivises? Trivises. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so she makes these cups, but she's also fighting the state of Florida because her, her niece's mother um, dropped this child off at Christmas and then didn't come back for over a year, and she's trying to get custody of this child, and there was a whole bunch of stuff going on, like, um, she was trafficked, she was, poor little thing's 10, like, she was sexually abused by her stepdad, 
Like, all these things. And here's this mother trying to get this baby And here's back. this aunt who's trying to fight for custody of this baby. And state of Florida, she's trying to reunite it with its, her with her mom. Yeah, and they, she's yeah, like, no, this that. isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, her husband got a new job, and they're trying to move to Illinois, and the state of Florida won't let them leave. Mm. So, it's like a whole thing. Um, I, I, I went literally, oh my God, literally... I, t- I commented on her thing. I never comment on anything, but I was like, first of all, I just want to know that you're fucking amazing. And she's like a diehard Trump supporter. Fucking diehard. And, you know, I don't even care. Like, I was, she's very, she likes, she's like us. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, I don't like him as a person, but I like, she's like, but I like what he did for the country, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, we don't have to agree on that, but yeah, she was very like, she's got a mixed daughter and she's not racist and she's out there and she's fighting the good fight. And for three and a half hours, I look up, it's four 30 and I was like, what the fuck just happened? So here I am trying to open my saves mm-hmm. and this new phone is not letting me open my saves. Oh no. Son of a bitch. Oh, oh speaking of this abuse stuff. So in the news on page six on March 20th. Bad Bobby. Danielle Bergoli says she was abused at the Dr. Phil touted trouble teen camp. Look, Dr. Phil is not even a doctor. He is, apparently. No. He was disbarred. He was was disbarred? He was disbarred. What? No. Yes. And I had that fucking saved. Hold on. You do? Yes. Uh, let me find it. Let's see if I can find it in Google. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's a big thing because every, there's a, not everybody, but there's a lot of people that are coming out about this place that he would send people to. And it's called, um, Turnabout Ranch. And Aunt Bobby says though, that they made her stay awake at like for three days. I guess they were trying to break her and like, they would say awful things about her because you know, remember she was the cash me outside girl. And she was this. She, I mean, she was just a terrible little child. She was. Catch me outside. Yeah. And she was a terrible, oh. terrible little child. Well, you know what, though? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the mother had a lot to do with that. I feel like they went on Dr. Phil to gain fame. And she did. Like, I feel like... You know? It, she wasn't nearly as bad as, as she was acting. Like, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that she mm. was, like, completely out of control. Well, it's this is what it says. So, okay, so again, she's, this is, she's at least she's an adult now. Isn't she's she? eighteen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says a teen rapper who shot to infamy with a wild appearance on Doctor Phil in 2016 claims she. God, was it only 2000? It feels like it was a lot longer than that. Catch me outside, bitch. Mm-hmm. That used to be Paco's thing, man. He was like, "What? Catch me outside." <laughs> oh my god! Claims she was abused at a boot camp for troubled teens at the TV shrink at Center Two. Danielle Bergoli, who was featured on the counseling show along with her mother in an episode titled, this is the longest fucking episode title, by the way. I want to give up my car stealing, knife wielding, twerking 13 year old daughter who tried to frame me for a crime. All one episode name. Holy crap. It could have just been my out of control daughter and then you could say nope, what she did. Nope, but no, we need to do the whole thing. They want you to know. Mm-hmm. Well, she was taking a turnabout ranch in For Utah. the record, if I would have heard that, I would have been like, I'm tuning in. No. <laughs> Well, a knife-wielding, car-stealing, and she tried to frame her for a crime. I'm like, you know what? These girls are fucking bad. They are really rotten-ass little bitches these days. It's so funny because on TikTok, they they show these kids that are like, well, my parents are like, you know, clean this room. And I'm like, don't come in then. And then the adults on TikTok are like, they do this filter where it looks like there's eyes open and they're like, oh, what happened, sweetie? What happened? Oh, because they knocked them out? (laughs) Because they knocked him out. You fell out for a minute there and went right to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? Can I just say something, too? Like, these kids that are completely out of control, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can tell that they come from a dysfunctional family. Right. And most of the time they're divorced, mm-hmm. okay? And you have one parent who is the asshole parent, and then you got one parent who's the healthy parent. And they end up being this asshole of a kid. And it's so weird because it's like, you know, you start to see things like in your peer groups, like around you. And for the longest time, I guess I just thought I was kind of lucky because, you know, we got along and, you know, we were just sort of on the same page. Girl, you and, and I both got lucky because none yeah, of you our... Got lucky too. None of our kids, like, acted out like that. But no. there's a difference. There's a difference between the way we raised... We raised our children like our parents raised us. Just, no. To I didn't extent. raise... No, I was very talky, like, with my kids. And I right. made sure that we, we talked we, through things a lot. We, but we still... I fucked them up we though still instilled, <laughs> We still instilled the same values that our parents instilled in us. Yeah, to a certain extent. Extent. To a I certain extent. Yeah. Well, you know, you weren't, you know, like baselining in the morning before your kids went off to school. Okay, bye. Right. Bye, Katie. Mommy just did her bump. She's great for the day now. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. That that that's one thing I didn't do. <laughs> but we developed a line. Like we were your friends. You could talk to us about anything. Like mm-hmm. we were these kids' confidence. They weren't afraid to come to us and be like. Hey mom, I did this because we had a we had a certain amount of understanding. Mm-hmm. But our kids also knew yeah, that there they was were going to be held accountable for their shit. Yeah, held accountable, and that we were still exactly. their mom. And if they had to, they were going to get fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like I didn't put up with no nonsense. Like, I, I had to smack Katie three times her whole yeah, entire like life. Me too. I'm pretty sure. Me too. After that, it was just like you know, I'm crazy. Like I am absolutely crazy. I love you, but I'm crazy too. Right. And now that little bitch is married. And, and yeah, she looks so good in her little picture yesterday. And like bopping into my private time now on Fridays where she's like, hey girl, hey, I'm here. I brought you lunch. Hey. And I'm like, what? But you can kind of tell like when these kids get out of control that there's always one parent that like ruins it for the other parent. Right. They're trying to be the fun parent. They want to be, well, they want to be the parent who doesn't hold them accountable or wants to turn yeah. them against the other parent, wants to do, and they, you know what I mean? You can always kind of tell because then they go back to the other parent who's like the healthy parent who has the boundaries and all that shit. And then, like, they don't want to deal with that. Right. You know what I mean? So then they run back to the other one. But then, like, they don't become these productive people in the world. They don't. No, they are out of control. They lie. They steal. They cheat. They have no loyalty whatsoever. They and they're really, up. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then, like, they're unable to be truly productive citizens in this world with healthy relationships. And it's kind of sad because you can see it. And I bet she's probably one of them. But anyway, back but to this. What happened to the boot camp? All right, so anyway, back to this. Because I just had to say, I'm like, you know, looking at her and just seeing what I've seen go on, it's like, it's very, you can kind of tell how these people become who they are. Any old way. So she said she was taken to Turnabout Ranch in Utah in the middle of the night by two transporters, according to a video she posted on her YouTube page on Friday. Upon arrival, she said she was placed in a teepee and forced to stay awake for days. You have to sit there for like three days, she said. They wouldn't let me lay down or nothing. Like I was falling asleep and they're like, oh, get up, get up. So I'm just sitting here like, this is going to be really bad when I see these people have no sympathy. Well, you didn't fucking have any sympathy. Right. Like, well, what were you supposed to do? It wasn't a fucking spa? Right. And you were putting your hands on your mom and framing her for... crimes and stuff. Oh. I think think she framed her for like stealing or... It was either like stealing or something like that. Like... I watched the episode. Yeah, well, so it says she, she performs under the name Bad Bobby. Oh, my God. Bad Bobby. But spoke out as part of the Breaking Code Silence Movement, which seeks to spread awareness of alleged abuse and mistreatment of children at the Utah facility and other similar programs. 
In February, a Colorado woman, Hannah Archuleta, sued the facility who accused a staff of sexually assaulting her. Archuleta, who also sent was who was also sent to the ranch after appearing on the Dr. Phil show, claimed she was punished when she reported the alleged abuse. Vergoli, Vergoli addressed Archuleta's allegations in the video and demanded an apology from Dr. Phil. This is where I'm like, you know what? You didn't fucking learn a motherfucking thing, did you? Because here is another entitled little bitch, though. Dr. Phil, I'm going to give you from now until April 5th to issue an apology, not only to me, but to Hannah or any other child you sent to Turnabout or any other program like this. And if you don't, and if you don't, I'm going to handle things my way. And do fucking what exactly? And do what exactly? You see what I'm saying? Like, she had me until that part because then she still sounds like an asshole. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, do I think that she should be abused or anything like that? No. But it's like, no, of course not. No child should. Absolutely not. But then she had to go this way. Like, she's just, you know what I mean? Like, Which is what landed you to Dr. Phil to fucking begin with, you fucking nitwit. Yeah, but I don't. So here's the thing on Dr. Phil. I found an article, not the article. But okay. Here's the thing with Dr. Phil. He was licensed. He's not anymore. It says, Dr. Phil doesn't have an active license to practice. And here's why. Dr. Philip Z. McGraw's better known as Dr. Phil, touts 25 years of practice experience in psychology. He is best known for a self-titled TV show. And though, oh, and tough love that comes with it, tackling issues from unruly teens to cheating spouses and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Dr. Phil was put on the map by Oprah Winfrey herself. She actually is an executive producer of a show um, and a reg was a regular guest on her show, his show for years. And he's been on the air both live and in syndicate since fall of 2002. But his credibility has recently come under fire. Did the TV doctor really lose his license? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Dr. Phil. Oh, did Dr. Phil lose his license to practice? On his website, 69-year-old Phil declares that he is one of the most well-known and trusted mental health professionals in the world. <laughs> but there was, okay. there was a very public complaint filed with California Board of Psychology alleging he was illegally practicing without a license. When he consulted, when he consulted with Britney Spears back in two thousand and eight, and rumors are swirling that he lost his license to practice. So, is there any truth to this? Sort of. Doctor Phil does hold a doctorate in psychology, but he's not licensed psychiatrist or psychologist because he let his license expire by his own violation. Oh, uh, own volition. Own volition. Yeah, because he wasn't going to. He wasn't planning on practicing any longer. He has never been licensed to practice in California, where he films. And he retired his active Texas license back in 2006. <clears throat> As Everyday Psychology reports, Dr. Phil, Phil publicly says, I retired my license. I don't need a license. I've chosen instead to pursue another course and use my education. Mm -hmm. So good question. There's a famous line out there that says Dr. Phil is not a mental health professional, but he plays one on TV. He does have officially has have official training, but not an active license. Reportedly... That's how he gets around the Health Insurance Probability and Accountability Act, the HIPAA Act, um, mm. and publicly share his patients' interactions. If he never bills anybody for counseling services, he very well may not be covered by HIPAA. Mm. So I guess because he does it for free, he's just some guy giving advice. And you know what? If you've ever watched a Dr. Phil show, like, it's literally... It makes me fall asleep. I can't. It's, you know what it is? It's never... It's like, um... Maury. No, it's not like Maury. Uh-uh. I can't watch Maury. It makes me so sad for our humanity. When I watch fucking Maury, I can't even. I'm like, God, there's fucking trashy-ass people like that. 
on this show. I can't. I cannot deal with Maury at all. It makes me so sad. This but, is um, Jessica, and today we're testing three more. This is Jessica's 18th time on the show, <laughs> and we're just trying to fight, figure out who this baby dad is. I know. It's it's so bad. Maury didn't used to be like that. Remember when Maury came out? He was actually, a, like, a journalist. He was. And he now he's like, but he's like fucking, but so Casey, the other guy that you and Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. He's like a Jerry Springer right. now. And, but that's the thing. He came out at the same time as Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake. Jerry yeah, but Springer. he was more serious back <laughs> and then. And he was more serious, but his ratings were dropping, and Jerry, who was, like, full of trash TV, were on the rise, because that's what people wanted in the 90s. We wanted that trash TV. Oh, I totally watched it when I would come home from school. So, that's uh, yeah. why Murray was like, all right, we're going to have to revamp this, and... You know, I'm going to go trashy, too. But how is he even still on the show at this because point? Because DNA tests are still fucking ex- exceptionally fascinating. And I guess they are. I don't know. But I just think about, like, Dr. Phil, it's like common sense. Like, there's not a single thing, like, I've seen him really do where you're like, oh, that makes sense. Now, on the other hand, I go to see Amy, like, my therapist. Mm-hmm. And Amy, like, breaks down things for you and kind of, you know, has you understand, like, the concepts of, like, how your brain works and, like, how you're, you know your neurological system works and you know why stress impacts this stuff and why it's, she's amazing and it's like you actually really learn something and she gives you something to look at all the time dr yeah, phil she, is like well you know you shouldn't on- be cheating on your wife because that's not good for her and it's not good for you at the end of the day okay we'll be right back after this you know and you're like okay that was it that's all he said was, it wasn't good for us that was a really good impression of it i was impressed and, you know, it's so funny. When my mom was home and she was kind of helping us out while she was recovering and everything, she was helping us out. And um, I would call her at work and she'd always have Dr. Phil. And I was like, what is it? Only Dr. Phil all day long at your house? Because it didn't matter what day I called. She'd be working at her computer with Dr. Phil on. And I was like, what in the hell? So that, that's what he does, though. Like when a kid's bad, you know, you're bad, right? Oh my god! You shouldn't be bad to your parents anymore. All right, we'll be right back after this word from Birth Monster. <laughs> it's like, oh but my the god, nothing happened. The difference between Doctor Phil and Maury is, I love the fact that they always put a decoy in the green room with like the cheating spouse. Oh, I know. Like, do you not watch Maury? <laughs> not anymore. Like, but I've seen. No, it. I'm talking about the people oh, general, who are on the, the show. Do you not watch Maury? Right. That pretty girl that's in there offering to be like all up on you and giving you her number and shit. She's a plant. You are dumb. <laughs> And they always, like, jump to the green room, and I'm like, bitch, don't do it. Don't do it. She's a plant. He gonna do it. Yup, he, he did, did it. He you did dummy. It. And, and the then plant's like a total hoe bag. She's probably one of them girls that they found on the hooker playing cards and brought her in <laughs> that we talked about. Because, like, she'll be like, yeah, we made out. Like, ew, who wants to make right. out with these guys? They're you like, just made out with a complete stroke. But she's probably getting paid to do it, so. I guess, but bleh. No, I could not even do it. But it just cracks me up. So, anyway... Um, Paris Hilton's coming out. She has like a big docu- uh, documentary that's coming out I'm about her. I'm fascinated by her, Paris Hilton because well, you know what? She grew up and she's just out there like killing it in the world. Like she DJs now. Oh and, yeah, and she's so she's like, got a podcast that I every time I listen, we listen to country, mm-hmm. and we were on the way down the beach and all the way back. You figure that's like all, a little over three hours now, right. right? Because of where I live, and I'm like, holy shit! Back there, I mean back. Down and back, and like we must have heard about our podcast no less than three or four times each way. Like I would listen to Paris Hilton's. Like, mind you, if this was two thousand and four, Jamie wasn't listening to Paris Paris Hilton's podcast because she was so annoying when she was younger. Oh but, yeah, her little like what's it called life show with Nicole uh, Richie yeah. was fucking hilarious though. I but, thought they were just hilarious. That's hot. That's hot. But um, now 
Like, I've seen interviews with her, and she has grown up so eloquently. And mm-hmm. she's very, like, you know, she's got this love. She's found the love of her life. They're engaged. They might even yeah. be married by now. Um, she DJs. She does a bunch of things. Like, she's very into the charity work. And I'm like, look at little Paris Hilton all grown the fuck up. Look at little Paris Hilton all grown up. All grown oh, my up. God. You're so funny. She's still stunning. She's still beautiful. But I feel like she's more beautiful now because she's so grown up now. Like... She's prettier now because she's not playing the dumb blonde role. Oh, yeah. And she's sort of that embracing that, was, that she's smart. Right. And I know that that was the thing. Like, the whole point of it was, like, look, these dumb little rich girls. Right. That was the part of the whole, like, show. But I don't think that's right. I, I, I really am sad that producers were like, act dumb, because I don't think that girl was ever dumb. No, but, I mean, she's coming out with this very anticipated um, documentary about herself. Uh, and apparently she was so like out of control that her parents were like, look, I'm done with your ass. So they sent her out to a private school in Utah. Right. Uh, also as far as what I remember. Oh, and this is where this is all coming in at. They, so they sent her out to where the Chris, the sister wives live. And well, and apparently from what she said, she said, you could not even talk to your parents for like two or three months. Like they kept you because it was like four bad kids and it was like. We ain't fucking with you. So they brought her out there. They weren't messing with her and whatever. But, I mean, it was, like, very, like, there was a lot of abuse. And she said the one time she said something to her parents, they were like, she's lying. She just doesn't like our rule, whatever. She kind of breaks it down. But there's this highly anticipated documentary about her life um, and the things that went on. And it's part of this so-called movement or whatever. Okay. And this bad Bobby's a part of that now. Um, The other girl, the Archuleta girl's on there. Because they're talking about these places that you send your kids that are out of control and what they do to you. Ah. Oh. Uh, to kind of bring you back under. And, like, they feel like because you're out of control and you're, like, a last-ditch effort to try and get these kids back under. So it's free for them to just... It's a free-for-all in them because nobody fucking believes them at this point. Like, right. they've, they've lied and cheated and stealed and did all these terrible things and manipulated all these, you know, terrible things things that by the time they get them nobody's gonna believe them so they can you know abuse them sexually abuse them all this stuff so Paris is trying to like bring about like this stuff and bad Bobby came out and I don't believe that they should be abused so I don't want to be writing and be like you're such a cunt you believe me blah, blah, blah. no it's not that what I don't like about bad Bobby is is that she clearly didn't learn her lesson nobody really nobody really had any respect for her so like I was fine with you saying you need to issue an apology but she's also 18 so what? She's still a fucking little asshole. So it's like, how at the very end you go, or I'm going to do things my way. And do what? Uh, like, seriously? Or do what? What? Cry on the internet about it some more? Like, yeah. what? She's going to pop a cap in Dr. Phil's ass. Yeah, because I'm saying <laughs> at the end of the day, your mom's... Yeah, exactly. Or what are you going to do? Shoot Dr. Phil? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you sound like a complete fucking moron. She's going to frame him for a crime. <laughs> yeah, are you going to frame him for a crime like you did to your mom? Like... No, I mean, like, so I just want you to know, like, I definitely feel like, you know, I understand that those methods, you know, whatever methods they use may not have been good. And I hope that they get to the bottom of it. I just want to make sure I say that. But she's an idiot. I find her to be an idiot. And it upsets me that people look up to her. It upsets me that she's allowed to even get another fucking set of 15 minutes of fame, regardless. And her name's Bad Bobby. Bad Bobby. Like, Bad Bobby on the grill. No. Oh, my God. I can't believe I can't open my saves. Well, why don't you look them up on our other, other stuff? Like, whichever one you're looking at, like, I'm gonna pull it up on it and, like, just pull it up. Tribe develops a strange body adoption. Let me see. So, can I just tell you real quick, though? I'm part of this thing. It's called Lose Weight, Eat Pizza. What? It's, like, a group. And it's fucking fantastic. And it got me on this Lose It app. I'm obsessed with it. 
I'm so obsessed with it. It's so neat. Like you go through and it tells you all the different things. Like you put in all your stats and it tells you like what you should be eating and it breaks down like, you know, what your meals should be and all this kind of, it's freaking awesome. I love this freaking app. I was actually able to, I lost a half a pound yesterday and I had a humongous dinner but all of it fit within like my calories and it worked. I was just like, nice. Wow. And it kind of gives you like an idea of like what you should eat, like how much you should eat, like that kind of thing. It's, it's really neat. So if you guys like the Lose It app, it's really good, but it's like $39 for a whole year. Um, but that group Lose Weight Eat, eat Pizza is really neat. Like they break down like um, if you were to like how you can make homemade French fries and it's only like 300 calories and it's this huge little pile of French fries and like you can still eat French fries and this is how you do it. And and people keep losing weight. So I just thought I would mention that. It's it's really helped me a lot. So if you're having issues with weight, you might want to try it out. Okay. So I, I looked it up on the Google. On the Google. On the Google. Okay. So um, I'm fascinated with like adaptations and evolution and all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm literally fascinated with it. Oh, yeah. I wanted to hear about this. When so, you told me about it, I was like, woohoo. So there is this <coughs> tribe. They are called the Baju people. The tribe that lives in the sea. Okay. Says the humankind is by far the most dominant mammal on earth. We have been in the cradle of modern, we have been the cradle of modern civilization from Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. You know what? I was, I thought I had that. That's okay. We're Mesopotamia. So big. big. (laughs) (laughs) To the Indus Harappa civilization. Wrongly named, but isn't, but an issue for a different day. That's what it says in like little parentheses okay okay to the greco-roman times give given land and body of water and some human civilizations have sprung up in the wake of humans in the wake of humans no matter the time the aforementioned things are necessary a necessity for the humans to thrive okay so anyway we'll skip all that scientific bullshit who are they who are they (laughs) they're the the samabaju and it refers to several also Australians? Oh, shit. A-U-S. Austronesian. That's it. Ethnic roots of the maritime Southeast Asia. (laughs) Originating from the southern Philippines, mainly residing in the Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Brunei. All right. So, anyway, these people, I'm not going to read this whole article. These people have been literally living on the sea their whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, you drop a baby, you go out, and you take that baby with you underwater to catch some fish. Like, that's how they roll. No, they don't take their babies. Sure they do. So they it do? says, yeah, being ocean dwellers, the Baju have frequent exposure to the sea that is prevalent from a young age. This affords them ma- mastery over the ocean, and it's not seen in most expert free, free, free divers. So these bitches can dive deep into the ocean... And just stay down there for like eight minutes. Oh my god. It's fucking insane. I saw a documentary about these people. It was so neat because their water where they're at is like crystal clear. So you could just like go and watch them do it. It's fucking stupid beautiful. Yeah. So the Baju kids as young as eight years old shown ease in swimming and fishing. However, these aren't just mere cases of mastering the seas. Throughout persistent and necessity for food, hundreds of years spent in the ocean has lent to the evolution of the bodies and these people unlike any other people on earth. Okay. If people like you and me dive underwater, our bodies trigger triggers what is known as driver's a diver's response. The heart rate drops, blood vessels and spleen contact and oxygenated red, red blood cells are injected into the bloodstream. A larger spleen means more red blood cells in the bloodstream and therefore the ability to spend more time underwater. 
So they have really big spleens? So they have big spleens. Here lies the advantage of natural selection. Oh. Um, born in Baju, they have spleens 50% larger than any average human. Granting oh. them the ability to take free diving to the extreme, stay underwater for as long as 13 minutes <gasps> in depths from 60 to 200 feet underwater. The Baju also have an exceptional underwater vision, allowing them to hunt for sea treasures not, easy, not easily accessible to regular divers without gear. These genetic enhancements, coupled with the acts like piercing their own eardrums for, for easy driving. What? They pierce their own eardrums? Ow. These people are deaf as fuck. They're deaf? They have to be. The genetic enhancements, coupled with the acts of piercing their own eardrums. For easy diving. Oh, piercing. Their, oh, my God. I was thinking yeah. piercing their ears. Oh, no, my God. Their eardrums. eardrums for easy drive, diving and have made the absolute best and unassisted diving and treasure trove of wisdom far surpassing most marine biologists. Oh, my. So, the Baju are mainly um, two types of economy. Uh, they do fish and shit and then they do things that they find. You said fish and shit. <laughs> they sell fish and shit and, and they make boats. Mm. And these are the things that, you know, bring them money. So it's so funny because most of them have these houses on the water. Right. But they also still have houses on land. So they'll build a hut on the water where they'll stay most of the time. But they have a house on land also. Really? Because if a storm comes and all that, they can get to the higher ground and then come back to their little stick houses. Wow. Right. So they have this picture of this guy. And it's so funny because he's just standing on yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah. In the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. Just waiting for a big old fish to come by so he can stick it with a stick. <laughs> and I'm like... Stick it with a stick. I'm like, so these people, because of their spleen, can stay under freaking water for 13 minutes. I can't I hold... I can't even imagine. I can't hold my breath for fucking 45 seconds without being like, I gotta go. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, I go up a couple steps and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Right. Jesus is coming for me. Girl, let me tell <laughs> you. Like, what? 13 minutes. That's so amazing. last night, I'm like, I should go upstairs and get showered. And my house is a townhouse and it's all stairs. Like, it's it's just stairs. You've been yeah. into it mm -hmm. in a house like mine. It's all stairs. Yep. So I go up the first thing of stairs and I'm in my kitchen. And I like my kitchen now because it, we just got rid of all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just mopped the floor. So my mm -hmm. kitchen is so pretty right now. Yeah. So I go upstairs and I'm standing in my kitchen and I literally find myself at the bottom of my stairs just staring up and trying to convince myself to just walk up the stairs to get a shower. Oh my God. And I'm like, do I have to wear a bra to the pub? <laughs> do I have to shower? I mean, my man's not going and I really, like, I have my own money. I'm not looking for anybody to buy me drinks. Like, does it matter if I'm a hot fucking mess? <laughs> Jamie, get your ass upstairs and shower. Yeah, go. Nobody wants to be the smelly kid at the pub. Oh, my God. So my stepson this this week did not want to get in the shower. And I was like, you got to go get in the shower. And he was like, no. Like, he was having a moment. And he didn't want to go get in the shower. I was like, you're going to be the stinky kid at school. Do you want to be the stinky kid at school? He was like, no. I was like, do you want to get a shower? No. And I'm like, okay, well, there's that. And like, it was just so funny. He doesn't want to be the stinky kid. And he does not want to get a bath. Like, it was just the funniest thing. I was like, well, there's that, I guess. You know, he tells you what he wants. I just had to yell at Grayson because Grayson and I both work together at the Toll Plaza. I have mm -hmm. yet to actually work with Grayson. Mm -hmm. Um, 
He's all like, ooh, the carpool's gonna be lit, but we're like on complete opposite podcast schedules. Like, right. There's maybe a day every like three weeks that I'm I'm scheduled the same time as Grace. Oh, okay. So I go to wash his uniform and mm-hmm. I pick it up and it stunk. And I was like, this smells like straight onions. Ew. Like, what the hell? So I said to him, I said, How are you? Like dating the the pretty girl at work, because mm-hmm. this little girl is adorable. Mm-hmm. And you smell like that. He said, well, I like to give a little spray spray. I was like, you know what? You should like to get a little spray spray of water and soap, motherfucker. (laughs) Just shower. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. It's like a boy thing because it's like I had to deal with Jonathan doing the same thing. I was like, Jonathan, you got to get in the shower. You got to brush your teeth. Jonathan. I mean, even now, he's like 16 years old. And because they don't go to school and because they're holed up in their room, like, they don't want to move. They just want to sit in their own soup. But you know those things like all around Facebook? And it's like a conglomeration of like parents saying, this is why my kids don't want to fit. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and they're so funny. It's like, I wouldn't let him play in the socket, the electrical socket. I wouldn't let him play in the icy water and all that stuff. Well, (laughs) this week, the little prince, like I call him, well, I call him little duck. Because when we'll walk around the grocery store, I'm like, come on, little duck and we'll quack. You know what I mean? So most of it's either little prince or little duck. So he came down the steps and he had to eat his cereal and he was tired still and he didn't want to go to school today okay. even though he loves going to school because then he gets to school and he doesn't want to go home because he wants to play with his friends but anyway so <laughs> i tell bruce i'm like you gotta send down his shoes and socks like he doesn't have shoes and socks on so bring them down he puts the socks on the table and the child loses his ever-loving mind because they're on the table he's like you put my socks on the table like he was just so upset i was like thing and i'm like this is my very first like because it's been a long time because jonathan is very much like um my stepson you know what i mean like the way that they kind of are the the, they have a lot of like similarities and like they're just very high-willed and they're very vocal about what they want and they don't want and stuff like that so it's it's not like my stepson's like rewriting any book for me or anything but it's just been a long time because now jonathan is like you know, it kind of holds up in his room most of the time. We don't really see him. He doesn't, you know. So it was just he needs so a funny. haircut. I don't know what he's thinking with that. He likes the long hair. It's, he's not going to do it. But I was like, darn, I had my very first one where I was like, I could have been like, well, you know, he didn't like where the socks were. You know what I mean? It just made me think of it. It was like, I could have that one. I love those things. Like, why is my child screaming? Because yeah, why I, is my child screaming? Because he I wouldn't let so her eat a dog turd. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't let him eat a dog. He's a dog shit. Or no, I like the one where it was like, I gave him the sandwich he wanted. Or, like, um, I cut it in half instead of one a quart or, like, right. one an angle, like, a triangle or something. But I just thought I was, like, I had my very first one. It was, like, because the socks were on the table. It yeah, was I don't, so funny. He's I don't, so get, he's I don't get why boys don't want to shower. Like, Paco, Paco is, like, Paco gets up in the morning and he's, like, it's time to get washed. And Paco, yeah. he will wake up, he will get washed, he will get off. The smell of Vaseline intensive care does it for me, people. <laughs> Vaseline intensive care. Yeah, I know. Because that's the light Bruce lotion he uses. Yeah. So he uses that and dial soap and mm-hmm. the smell of that combination together. I'm like, hey. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, he gets up and he goes. And if he's like, okay, well, we're going to go somewhere. And he was like, well, I want to cut my hair. He'll cut his hair and then shower again. Mm. Like, Paco will shower as many times a day as he feels fit. Mm. And... I it's amazing that his skin's not dried out. I mean, I guess Bruce does the same thing. He every day showers all for his whole too. entire life using lotion. But he's got the best skin, and I fucking hate it. Yeah, like, my I'm skin's like, definitely. I'm like, a could turn. you get a fucking blemish or something, you fucking asshole? Like something? No, he's not an asshole. He's a nice guy. 
now I'm I'm kind of going through sort of the same thing. Like I'm Look, like, oh my god, like Katie, my face is starting to take like a turn. My skin, Katie's my hair. Poor acne is like her thyroid's all messed up. That's what they figured it out that it's her thyroid, mm-hmm. and because of hyperthyroid and the CPOS. Is that what it's called? PCOS. PCOS. Mm-hmm. She gets cystic acne now, and there's nothing she can do about it, and she's so frustrated. And I'm like, it doesn't matter because you're still so pretty. Really, and- with PCOS, it's you got to remove sugar. You got to get your insulin levels down, so it'll fix the um, the testosterone. And it's the pre testosterone. I forget what the hell it's called, but it's I go through the same thing. And actually, in fact, it's getting a little better because I'm losing weight. Now, like slowly kind of losing this weight. So it's getting a little better. But yesterday I made Bruce come in. I had like an inch and a half long fucking hair growing out of my neck. Oh my it God. wasn't black. It was like a blonde hair. So you couldn't see it. But I have another one. There's like a couple of them. I'm like, oh my God, I'm Look, getting a beard. Right here underneath my chin, I get three little black coarse hairs. Well, that the chin are like coarse ones. But these are like long. So I, like I you can feel them on your hair. on Facebook. Who I follow now, she makes these little videos, and she takes those little eyebrow shaper razors, Mm -hmm. and she shapes her whole face. And and she's like, you know, that whole thing that it comes back darker and thicker is a myth. Is it? It is. And I looked that shit up, too. I was like, you know what? My mom told me that, so let me. (laughs) I know. You ain't going to call my mom a liar. (laughs) Well, my mom said the same thing. She said I should start getting it waxed, and the more I get it waxed, the less it'll come in. But I'm really terrified that I'm going to wake up one morning and look like Bruce. No, He's got a big beard. No, I so I, I did one. Google that, and that is a lie. Like that—that that is a myth. It does not come back darker and thicker. <laughs> and this woman, she takes one of these and she shapes her whole entire face, like forehead to chin. Yeah. And she shaves her whole entire face. She does it like twice a week, and she she moisturizes after she does it. She says her makeup stays on better. <coughs> Excuse me. That her makeup always looks like it's almost airbrushed, and it really does. Like her makeup is always beautiful. Her makeup stays on better. She feels better. She doesn't get nearly as many blemishes because that hair is not trapping that oil in your skin. Hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm thinking about shaving my face. I'm afraid to because I'm telling you, I'm getting like a beard. It's like, it's crazy. I'm getting like these long, like blonde hairs, like on my chin, like right here. And that's like where PCOS women usually get them. And women with, like, darker hair, you can see it. Like, you can see they have, like, a fucking beard. And I'm, like, terrified. I'm, like, oh, my God, it was getting better. And now it's, like, getting worse under here. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, getting a mustache. Like, thank God my hair's blonde. The other day I shaved my mustache with my little, little, like, nose hair trimmers. I was, like, what? What is is this? (laughs) Yeah, the nose hair, too. What is with that? My nose hair. You could still. I have to do my nose hair. Do you see? Like, you. They're, like. Out of control. No, They're like really see it really hanging out no. the sides. <laughs> well, why is it that we have to turn into men? Like slowly I turn don't into know. men. I'm like, this is so wrong. But anyway, so back That's to because our estrogen levels drop as we get. It's got to be. I'm like, well, can they give me a cream or something? Like I don't know. But then they say, yeah, I think once you do the estrogen, like what is it, like replacement hormones or whatever, it like up. I don't know. What is it? Up your chance of getting certain cancers and stuff. Oh, fuck. Of course it So, would. like, of course. Of course. Chris. Of course it would. I have a patch of white hair over here. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay. So, it's when I turned 44 that everything went to hell. 
I have. I know, but you've had like a lot of. You've had that issue for a couple of years yep. now. I'm just now having it. Oh, oh and it I'm is sorry. very upsetting. Danielle's like, oh my god, I'm just now getting it. Well, because you know what, I'm I've sorry. always been pretty. I'm lucky. sorry that you later in the, the rest of us. <laughs> Not the rest of us, no, because there's other people that look great. But no, now my I'm starting to notice my skin. I'm getting deeper lines and all. And I always thought I'd be the person who's like, I'm going to age gracefully. Fuck it. No, I'm not. Where's the Botox? Where's the fillers? I don't I'm not even I don't know. kidding around about Botox. Like, inject me with botulism. <laughs> I don't care. I can't look this way when I get married. I need to look like, flawless. Make me look like I don't have any expressions. I don't care. I'll walk around like... <laughs> like, in shock. All right. the time I'll be in shock all the time. Oh my God, that's so sad. You can't see it, but I'm definitely frowning. Like, that's how much Botox I want in my life. I just, I'm frowning. You can't tell, but I am. Inside. Well, I went to a dermatologist. I think we talked about it where I was like, I wanted to get like the little ones I have like by my cupids, like uh-huh. by the cupids thing on my lip. And um, I was like, I, I pussied out, like, because they were like, well, we'll put Botox in it and it'll be fine. And I was like, mm, no, no, I do Botox. I'm scared. Right? Because I was like, God, that's going to take a lot of, like, you know, come back around once I do it. Like, if it's not right for me, like, what's going to happen? You know, I'm like terrified. Well, you know, I'm a hypochondriac. Like, it freaks me out. You know, anyway. So now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm going to get married. I can't be looking this way. How many fillers can I get in my face? And you know what I'm going to tell them? I want to look like a New Jersey housewife. Because <laughs> their skin is amazing. But back to the whole badass kids. Right. This is fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious. If it was my kid, it wouldn't be hilarious. Okay. I just want to say it. But, but it's my not. Kid, so it's it not. Is. But the article itself is fucking hilarious. It's from barstoolsports.com. And it is, was from 3-8-2019. And it's from Pennsylvania. Oh, right next door. Right next door to all right, so a bus driver abandoned 30 kids at a gas station, flipped them off, and told them to go fuck themselves. That there is a woman who's tired of their shit. Tired of their shit. It says a Pennsylvania school bus driver has been charged with a DUI. And 26, oh, shit. She was drunk? I guess so. And 26 <laughs> counts of endangering the welfare of children after reportedly leaving her vehicle with near to... Okay, so... She only got 26 counts of endangering welfare on children, but there was 30 fucking kids on the bus. So four of y'all didn't fucking matter. But anyway, so. <laughs> Sorry, little Ricky. <laughs> you don't rake today. Sorry. I, I had something really nasty to say, but I'm not going to do it. Okay, so 30 children inside at a gas station. The incident began Friday afternoon when Lori Ann Mancos, 44, appeared agitated as she drove students from Northampton Senior High School. Okay, so it's a high school. Oh, yeah. So there's that. So, so they were definitely assholes. Oh, so there might have been 18-year-olds on the bus. Maybe. That's maybe that's why. Um, so at first, the kids joked around a bit. Mancos is driving, but they soon grew concerned for their safety as she began to swerve through the streets. When there was a turn, a right-hand turn, and when she took it, she was going far too fast. Mason Prajani, a student on the bus, told WFMZ. She ended up being halfway into the opposing <laughs> opposing lane of traffic. In a video showing the student's ordeal, one kid could be heard telling Mancos to pull over. Before Mancos finally pulled over the bus at a gas station, Prashani remembers her telling them, she ended up telling us to go fuck ourselves and flipped us off. You know, stuck her hand in there and flipped us off. When, <laughs> when Mancos suggested pulling over the school bus and calling everyone's parents to pick them up, the comment was met with a resounding, yes, please do. She parked the vehicle at a nearby gas station where she got off and prevented the kids from making their way out as well. Okay, first, and this is somebody's, like, thing. Like, this is their own commentary. 
Okay, first things first. Yes, the bus driver shouldn't have been drunk behind the wheel of a school bus packed with kids because that's stupid and dangerous to everyone involved and yes, blah, yes, blah, blah. But and if I was one of those parents, Miss Lori would have got fucked all the way up. I know. It says, in the famous words of Michael Jordan, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sit there and tell me you think this is 100% the fault of the bus driver? Get out of here. I'm serious. Stand up in whatever room you're in right now and leave. Don't continue reading the blog until you're in a different room. Well, wait. You there? Okay, good. Have you ever been around kids? I'm guessing you have, which is precisely why the scenario can't solely fall on the bus driver. It's not possible to look at this situation, not blame the kids even a little bit. Right. If you completely understand why an adult would flick off 30 kids and tell them they can fuck themselves, or you've never been around one single kid ever. Otherwise, you would know that kids are the worst and are incredibly mean, especially school children. I bet my bottom dollar that those kids were bullying the bus driver about being a bus driver. Did they deserve what they got? Hard to say. Those kids can go fuck themselves. I hope the driver ate all our lunches too. <laughs> I'm like that and, is and legit, but but she, you know she was drunk and yeah you can't be on that. But we, no matter what, we is can wrong. laugh about that. But no one, if Jonathan or Katie or Christopher, oh was I would have lost us, my ever loving mind. Oh my god, when I was in school, um, I lived in Brookside, and in sixth grade we went. I went to Stubbs. Mm-hmm. And I had this amazing bus driver, and her name was Miss Walker. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful, um, younger black woman. Mm-hmm. And she also was tired of our shit. <laughs> she too was tired of our and shit. And she pulled into Southbridge, put that bar- bus in park, turned around and looked at us and said, I will let you all you little fucking white kids out right now, and do you think you will survive it in here? I don't think you're going to last 20 fucking minutes. You keep fucking with me and you're all out the door. And I, I looked at her like, because I never got in trouble. She liked me and she looked at me. She was like, not you. I'll take you to school. And I was like, ah! oh, thank God, because I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? But she was like, she pulled into Southbridge when, I mean, Southbridge is better now. Yeah. But back in like the oh, late 80s, the early 90s, like that was like the very bad place to be. Like that was. Why the hell were you at Southbridge on a school bus? She was pissed off at us and pulled us in to Southbridge. Like she went But out. you were in Brookside. She had to go all the way to Wilmington? Uh, Stubbs is in Wilmington. You went to Stubbs? Yes. What? Yes. Why did you get with me? Oh, was that after me? Yeah, I lived in Brookside. And we went together, like, we went... We went leisure. We went to leisure together, and we went to Drew together. I never made it to Pyle. <laughs> Drew, it was Drew Pyle. Pyle was for fifth and sixth, and Drew was for fourth. And was it? I never even knew that. I just thought it was Drew Pyle, all one word. No, it was Drew and Pyle. They were two different schools. Oh, I never knew that. So, I never made it to Pyle. I went to Drew. And then I moved to Ellesmere and went to, like, three different schools my fourth grade year. And then when I moved to Brookside, I went to um, Stubbs and then Kirk. Why the hell? I never under... Well, okay, I guess I do. They they wanted more diversity. Yeah. Because I'm like, why would you take us out of Right, because there? Now, now the kids don't... They they go to school right next to their houses. There's so many schools around here that they're lucky. Do enough they? That they're yeah. Like Jonathan went to Shoe. It's right there. And I know, but I thought it was just certain schools. Like they they wanted more diversity, which I understand. And I'm, I mean, I, I guess it's it was good back then. I it think, was fine for us. I think but. that the kids in Brookside still go to Stubbs, but I'm yeah? not sure. I'm not sure. So I don't want to say that they do. But anyway, like Southridge was a really bad neighborhood, and she was tired of her fucking shit, and she pulled over, and she was like, "All oh, you little motherfuckers." 
<laughs> and these, mind you, these are Brookside kids. Yeah. You well, know? you guys weren't completely helpless because Brookside right. wasn't exactly like right. Like we could get, we could handle. You our could own get down it, in Brookside if it happened. But these kids went home and tried to get her in trouble. Of course they did. And they were like, this is what happened. And uh-huh. seriously, maybe two of those parents were pissed off. And the rest of those Brookside moms were like, well, what the fuck did you do to piss her off? Yeah. And I was like, she didn't lose her job. She didn't get in trouble. Like, nothing. Really? Right. God, these days, she wouldn't be able to do that at all. Right. These days, she would have been, like, strung up by Karens and, and, and like... Fucking... They would all just been pointing at her, asking for her manager. Right. I want to speak to the superintendent. Yes. They would have, like, taped her to her bus or, like, strung the, her up from, in like, inside her bus. I found... I'm, I'm talking to news outlets. <gasps> oh, my God. They would have talked to news outlets. Yep. Nowadays, they, that wouldn't fly. Like, things are so different now. It's so crazy to see how different it is from when we were kids to now. It is. It's definitely a different time. Like for I feel sure. like we had a way cooler childhood. Like we did because nobody was like when checking we were, on us when all we the time. We were Jonathan's age. We were in a field somewhere, fucking drunk off Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we these kids are did. like, oh my god, Snapchat, hey. Oh my god, I don't like the way you're saying that. I don't like that one at all. You're canceled. You're canceled. And we drink, but we drink in so-and-so's house in the basement. And um, we don't go anywhere because we know it's dangerous. Meanwhile, I'm lying in a field dying of alcohol poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) Mad Dog 2020. Trying to crawl my way back the fuck home. Um... What is the new that Ginny or was it Georgia and Ginny or Oh yeah. Or it's it's actually really interesting. I'm watching it on Netflix. Yeah, I'm watching it too and I do like it. Um I'm a little disturbed by how graphic it is with yeah. these 15-year-olds. Yeah, but that's who it is. That's how kids are today. I know, but I don't want to see that. And I'm like, you know, I think I hope I'm not turning into a 1 million mom. I hope I'm not. But I'm like, do we really need to, like, put this out there to make it look okay? Like, I don't want my 15-year-old having sex. I don't want my 15-year-old daughter having sex. And the crazy thing about that is, like, she didn't even know him. And then not only that, but he was like, can you do two fingers? Right. Well, he was being nice, I guess, but yeah. No, not like she was 15 years old. That was like child. That's how it happened. But that's like child pornography. Like, if we were to send that stuff, you know what I mean? That's like... They're trying it's just to, wrong. They're trying to get the message out, and they're trying to connect with these kids. And these are what it the kids seems like they're through. trying to normalize sex at a young age. Does with your people fucking that you barely knows. Travis, your coffee cup say "classy bougie ratchet." Yes. Oh my. Yeah, Beth got it for me for my birthday. I love that. I, Let me tell you how everybody is really upset about the WAP performance on the Grammys with Megan the Style and Cardin B. I Cardi thought it was pr- like ridiculous. You thought it was ridiculous. Here's what I for thought adults. Of it. it was like all right for First adults. Of all, sure. I'm not a fan of Cardi B. I'd like. Her, I think she's hilarious. I, I'm not a friend a fan of her music, but as a person of who she is, fuck yeah, Cardi B. No, I think fuck she's yeah. trash, but she's hilarious. I think and Megan the Stallion. I love Megan the Stallion. I'm not also not a fan of her music, but these women, I love their honesty because they're out there and they're like, look, like. We're going to do this, but we're going to do it a little trashy. And they're honest about it. Mm. Like, you know what you're getting. Uh-huh. Like, fucking Megan Stallion was like, I want to be just like Beyonce, but I want to be a little ratchet about it. And she fucking got out there and did it. And there's no reason for that woman to be that fucking gorgeous. 
Oh, yeah, there, yeah. She's like, body, yada, yada, yada. Yes, could I have that? Like, how do I get that? I couldn't twerk if I wanted to try. Like, I try and do, like, little cute moves, to, like, for Bruce sometimes. And I really just look like an old woman trying not to have her back get thrown out. But anyway, back to, back to the Cardi B thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was looking at this, the video and them, like, scissoring or whatever it was they were doing or the performance. Girl, did you see Cardi B's hair? I want to cut my hair like that and dye my head pink. I didn't even watch the performance because I don't know. I can't, and all these women, all these people are coming out saying it was just inappropriate for kids and all that stuff. But I'm like, it's you know what? Music that's awards. Sh- your kids should be watching it anyway. Right. Not to mention the fact this shit happened at like 11 o'clock at night. If your kids are up at 11 o'clock at night at the yeah. age, and they're over, they're under the age of like 15, then you're a fucking badass parent anyway. Put your kids to bed on time. That's the way no, I, I do. It. I do get it. Or it's like, you know, maybe you need to have like talks with your kids. Like, I, you know what? I, okay. Right. This is where my thing is. Girls these days at 15 years old are looking at that stuff on Georgia and Ginny and thinking that that's acceptable. They're looking at these women on these yeah, videos we doing this shit and our, thinking it's acceptable. We were watching our so-called life and they did the same exact thing. But we didn't that. have social media shoved down our throats trying to tell us that we need to be half naked. We need to fuck. We got to do all this shit. We didn't have that though. It was very different. Like we had peer pressure. I don't know. We, it was not the same. I mean, people are upset about, you know, things like that. And they're upset about, you know, the way they went about doing the performance. And, you know, WAP is like a terrible song. The other day on the It old, is a terrible ass song. I'm the other saying. day on the oldie station, I'm pretty sure I heard fucking Little Kim's Put It In My Mouth. Yes. On the older, oldie <laughs> station. Like, it is. It's terrible music all around. the 90s was all music. We could fuck to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they called it that. Yep. Right. That's what it was. Uh So if I'm to look at this WAP song, that's wet ass pussy, and be like, oh my God, I'm offended, I can't really do that because it makes me a hypocrite. No, I'd be like, pop that pussy. Like, (laughs) pop that pussy. No, I. (laughs) Oh my God. You you know, TLC wasn't wasn't too proud to beg. You know, twelve to fucking salt and pepper had twelve inches to a yard. Have you sounded like a retard? They were talking about that man's dick. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't. I think parents need to do a better job of being parents. And oh god, we really went over. Oh um, shit! I think parents need to do a better job of being parents and having talks with their their kids about what their expectations are and if they have questions. I think that's where we got to go with that. But in the meantime, we were going to lock this up. Go ahead, Jamie. All right. So if you, I can't. I don't even have time for that. So just write us in at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we're on a shit ton of platforms. Um, look for me on the TikTok. And Danielle will tell you where you can find Yeah, us. the next time when you actually get your t- TikTok loaded, we'll be able to give them more yeah. information. But anyway, you can find us every Wednesday in the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. You can get the app in all the major app stores. And if you miss it, that's okay. They're going to replay us on Saturdays at 6 o'clock. If you miss it again, that's all right because we're going to load it up to our platforms. And that includes Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, which is our mother platform, by the way, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. And we'll see you next time. Same bad channel. Bye. Bye.